Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm Catherine Lakadu and I'm here with Christy May. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, well, I know I drove here in a snowstorm. Again, you know what I found? It's like every Friday there's a snowstorm in Toronto. But, uh, you know, and that's why I just I love where you live because you don't have these issues anymore. I don't, but you know, I will be next week and I'm going home to visit my family in Chicago. So I will be experiencing the, the, the winter snowstorm in the Midwest. Yeah. And you're going to be bringing that parka with you and oh, your boots. <laughs> I got the, the whole boots. thing. Oh my gosh. Well, how was your week? How's your week been? I'll be honest. It's been one of the most trying weeks in a long time. It was very, really? very frustrating. I'm very drained. Um, you know, so I had to, you know, really figure out how to transmute a lot of this energy that I was experiencing this week. It was just dealing with a lot of, uh, people that are, don't want to show up and work. It's really difficult. And it's hard when, you know, I, I was raised in a very worker bee kind of family. And I, I just, I think sometimes the expectations are, I feel like, am I setting them too high? Because it just seems like people do not want to show up yeah. And, and do what they say they're going to do. It's, it's just very frustrating at times to be honest. And unfortunately I would say, you know, not fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know, but I had the same kind of week, which is why when I messaged you and I thought, well, I've got a great topic this week. And you were like, I am on board um, because I do find that there is um, there, there seems to be a disconnect now and I don't know if I necessarily agree that the the people who are coming into the working environment and not really feeling like they want to work, I'm having trouble relating to that for the same reason as you, because I have always worked and I've worked two jobs and three jobs. So the idea of an entitled attitude, I am really struggling to relate to uh, because I don't understand where they're coming from. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Of course, there's no business after day three, you know? It's, it's, it's really shocking to you and I, because we've been in, uh, as entrepreneurs essentially for so long that we get it. But as I mentioned off camera earlier, uh, that we're in an era now where social media glorifies, you know, the entrepreneurial lifestyle where you don't have to really show up and work. You can just bring your laptop to the beach and you're collecting large commissions. I mean, in whatever industry you're in. Right. And so I think that really has ingrained in a lot of the young adults minds and, you know, beyond that they don't need to show up and work in order to receive payment, I guess, in in return. It's really, it's, it's becoming an issue for sure. Well, and I'm also finding that, um, Just the idea that they're looking at social media and they're looking at, you know, something that that appeals to them. But the person in the image they're looking at has already been in business for 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, 20 years. And they've worked so hard to get to that point. So, you know what they call that overnight success that took 20 years. Mm -hmm. I think that especially the younger generation are looking at that and saying, yeah, but I want that now. And, and I'm going to do whatever I need to do, but 
it just doesn't seem to involve work. No, so but they, they don't understand. Yeah. They don't understand that it, you have to develop a skill set, regardless of what industry you go into, you, you need to develop a skill set in order to be able to build anything. Yes. And so that, that mindset of, I'm just going to sign up for a program or I'm going to sign up as a real estate agent, go through the classes and get licensed and poof, there's all my business is it's just doesn't work that way. And, um, and, and to, to continue on that point, I was actually listening to a podcast, um, and brought Bob Proctor was speaking and he's such a, he was such a brilliant mind. And he said, you know, he said in life, even with a seed, there is a gestational period for when you plant the seed. Mm -hmm. He said the minimum that has actually been recorded is 70 days. He said, yet everyone else wants this to speed that process up, which means now we have a mutation of what naturally should have happened. Mm -hmm. And I think that people forget that, that in business, we are planting a seed, you know, whether it's a newly licensed agent and you're coming right out, right out of the gates with your license. It's exactly what you said. You have to develop a skill set first. How are you getting business? when you've never even done any part of the transaction or even looked up a property on the MLS, right? Like it, there is, it's a, you know, first like a baby, you're going to crawl and then maybe you're going to walk, but then you're going to learn to run. Then you can sprint. Then you can do a marathon. Like you have to, by nature, go through these processes, but no one seems to want to anymore. They don't, unfortunately, but I think it also comes back, um, you know, for the experienced entrepreneurs to really start creating a narrative that shows what really is involved in creating a business. Right. So, yes. you know, and that's where I try to be as value add as possible because people need to understand you can create anything in life. You can create the life of your dreams, but yes. <laughs> it also requires showing up and doing the work. Yeah, it's really important. So why don't we talk about uh, why don't we talk about that today? Why don't we talk about what that looks like, um, you know, from from the point of view as someone who is newly licensed or e entering even a business of any kind and then move along that sort of timeline of what that looks like as you gain more experience um, and confidence, because I think confidence is huge if you're going to be running a business. Mm -hmm. um, why don't we start with this? You were a professional athlete. You were an elite athlete. You were a skater. So do you believe, and even when you were skating, do you believe that a lot of what you learned was from watching people who were really good at their craft? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, I, I was a visual learner as well. So you, you're definitely going to, um, look at technique. You're going to look at how they go about either a jump or a spin or an element, and then you're going to model and modify. And then of course, you're going to have a great coach to lead you along the way. And if you, if I didn't have the great coaches that I had to teach me the proper technique, there's no way I would ever have learned any of the elements in figure skating. It's, it's absolutely nearly, no, it's impossible. And that goes for any sport. Could you imagine just showing up and going, well, I think here's a great example. It's kind of funny. I thought when I was watching skating at the 88 Olympics, cause that's when I really started wanting to skate. I thought they spun on their toe pick. I'm not even kidding you. I thought, well, 
could you imagine just going out and just trying to figure that out? We knew at 11 years old, my best friend at the time and I, that we had to go enroll in classes so we could be taught the proper ways to learn how to go up the ladder. And it didn't happen overnight. While I was a fast learner, I still needed to learn the foundation, the basics in order to now stack the higher level jumps and spins. If I didn't have the foundation correct, there is no way I could have the technique that I later learned many, many years later. So I, I, I don't understand the mindset with anything in life. It's going to, you have to set a solid foundation in order to be able to build upon that. Yeah. And when you were just talking about that, I was, I was also envisioning like, um, weightlifters, right. Or people in the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, if you don't have someone coaching you in how to hold, for example, that dumbbell or that weight, why do so many people get injuries? Because they're not holding themselves in the right way. They're not holding the weight in the right way. Um, And this is, I think everything comes down to that is there is a technique that needs to be learned before you can go out. And if we come back to real estate, one thing I learned very early on that I was taught was we don't practice in front of our clients. Mm -hmm. You practice in the time when you're meant to learn, which is in your off time that you're not at an appointment or you're not on a phone call. So, you know, like football, football is what 80 hours of practice for a two hour game. Mm -hmm. And yet, yet in real estate, this idea doesn't seem to exist anymore. It did in the past when you talk to some of the, you know, more experienced agents and even ourselves, we were taught that you need to practice your skill. You need to role play with someone. you know, attend classes, attend seminars, go and get a coach, go and get a mentor. Mm -hmm. And we did all that. And now it's even easier because it's all online. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that the beauty of why we joined EXP, right? 80 hours of training Mm -hmm. at any time that you want to turn your computer on. You can't sleep in the middle of the night. You can go on to EXP University and Grant Cardone is teaching about the sales method, about a prop, like the proper strategy in, in how this works. So let's start with someone who is newer into this business. What are some of the strategies that you and I could offer them um, that would really help alleviate their frustration because it is a new business, but, you know, let's actually start the proper way here. Um, Mm -hmm. You're not going to have business in your first 30 days, unless, you know, someone in your family or sphere, (laughs) but again, do you have the skill set even to be able to help your family member in, and now that real estate are at the prices that it's at, do you really want to just go at that alone? Mm-hmm. Do you not feel like there should be somebody there to mentor you through that transaction who actually has the experience? Well, you just said it. So first and foremost, find a mentor or someone who's experienced to align yourself with. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do that? You know, if you want to become great at anything, you go to the people that have been there and done that and are yes. currently doing it. So find yourself a coach, a mentor, an agent who's already in the business, has been in the business, has done it all, is doing it all and align yourself accordingly. And that whatever that structure looks like, right? Mm-hmm. There's so mm-hmm. many ways you can do it. And, um, that'd be number one in my, in my opinion is aligning yourself with somebody. 
you're brand new. So you don't well. know what to do. <laughs> you don't know anything. Well, it's true. And I think that that, that person, or even if it was um, a group coach or whether it was a collaborative, mm-hmm. you know, environment, what they can do is actually set you on the path. Right. So um, because we, I, I know in Ontario, we're still doing everything virtually, but that person can guide you, you know, mm-hmm. go watch this, or, you know, here is a platform where all the trainings are choose one that you haven't done yet, or, um, you know, follow this. So here's my only problem and challenge that I find is that very, very thin line between finding your mentor and your coach and then I'm ex- expecting them to spoon feed you because there is a difference between, and, and I actually had this um, in, in a, a group call this week and I asked everyone on the call, tell me about your first year in real estate. And I'll tell you the words that were very, very interesting that came out of that. The words were curious They were, um, I was interested. I asked questions. I was interested in learning. It was the the same pattern. Every Mm -hmm. person had the same uh, sort of key words. And I think that that is what's really key in uh, doing very well in business Mm -hmm. is having a curious mind and not expecting someone to give you the answers, but go looking for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just 101, right? I, I when I got into wow. real estate, you mm-hmm. know, it a lot, what was it, 12 years ago? I thought I could do it all on my, all on my own. And I've shared that with you before. If there was yes. one thing I could do differently when I got into real estate, it would be to have lined myself immediately with yes. somebody his, who was already doing. And I had a lot of offers from people that were in huge teams here in Arizona that said, Hey, Chrissy, come on board. And I was like, No, I got it. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been one my entire life. I got this. Yeah. And so yeah. my word, Catherine, because I had that mindset at the time, my first word is um, struggle. I struggled a lot my first year in real estate because I thought I could just get my license and, you know, yes. start cranking business out. It just doesn't work that way. And that's where I think it's that beautiful balance, right? It's the balance between having that coach and mentor, knowing they're there, but also taking initiative, you know, like go and do what you have to do. If you're, you know, if you've been coached to go and take some courses, listen to a podcast, read a book, you know, if, if you've been given that mentorship, then go do it. Like this is called action now. And I think that's the other word that a lot of people are missing in their businesses. A lot of people, and I'm sure you've experienced this is they do attend seminars. They do pay for coaching. They do have mentorship and they keep taking in the information, but then they never do anything with it. And the best most productive people I've seen in real estate are the people who listened and then implemented mm-hmm. right away. Because if you wait too long, it won't get done either. Exactly. You have to take what you know, what you just learned and put it into action immediately. And then that process is going to actually mold you into becoming the expert you need to become without with just going, you know, over over like, you know, plugging yourself with information and not doing anything with it. It's, it's nothing. It's useless. Yeah. So, all right. So we've basically kind of summed up 
if you're that newer agent, you just got licensed, um, you should be aligning yourself with a mentor, a coach. You definitely need to be building your skill set. I mean, that is huge because without the skill set, and even I'm finding um, elements of communication, I am noticing, and maybe it's because I taught communication university level, but I'm noticing that even the level of communication via email, it's not being done professionally. You know, I want you to imagine that you are writing like an essay in, in a college, you know, don't use slang. Don't say, hey, oh my God, if there's something I could stop people doing, it is stop starting a professional email with the word, hey. <laughs> because what that's doing to the person who's receiving it, it you are in a, in essence sort of disrespecting mm-hmm. the professional relationship you are you haven't even created yet. So I think you know if if people were to take some time, and I find a lot of people will rush. They rush to write an email. They rush to write a text, and they don't realize that there may be a tone in it that you didn't mean, or you may have misspelled a word. And now you've completely changed the meaning of your, of your email. And then you press send because you were driving because you were talking to someone and sending it, but it's really important. You, you take a step back. And this is something I taught all of my agents here when I had the brokerage is stop rushing everything you do, especially when it involves someone else, Mm -hmm. particularly a client or another agent that you want to communicate with, because you could potentially, um, be killing a deal or your relationship with someone not having taken some time in what you're writing. Well, that's, that's the thing It's so important because first impressions are everything. And if you're not really looking at this, like a business and you're just looking at it as like a one-off deal that you're going to keep getting time and time again, I got news for you. Those one-off deals are going to go away very quickly because you haven't taken the proper uh, steps and attention and addressing, you know, the entire, the entire situation. I, it's going to be very interesting when this market does turn mm-hmm. eventually it does. Cause real estate is fluid yeah. uh, to see all the agents who are going to fall off. Because if you have no clue on how to pivot at all in business, then you're going to be just out in the dust. You know, it's, it's yeah. easy to show up and do that, but I look at, and I always have in anything I put my time and attention into, I want long-term, I want longevity. I don't want it just for now. Plus I'm establishing a relationship. I'm establishing, I'm establishing a reputation and mm-hmm. I want that to go the long haul. So, you know, it's, it's really important, but a lot of people, especially new agents aren't thinking that way. They're thinking no. of the quick buck right away. Yeah. I want that quick. It is, everything is transactional. Mm-hmm. How fast can I make money? Right. And if they shifted that idea and that mindset to how can I create relationships with people? So they'll want to come back and work with me again in two years, three years, five years, or maybe they'll send me their mother, their cousin, their Mm -hmm. sister, because I did a really great job. That's the mindset that is missing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it really is part of the foundation of what they're creating of any business, not even just real estate. And you know, this now from the business that you are creating on the health side. I tell all of our team members, we are creating an experience for people. 
across the board, there are 40 franchises of one stops in the Valley and they don't all operate the same in the sense of, you know, they're all independently owned and operated. And Mm -hmm. so I want people to come to our locations and go, guess what? If you go here and here, they have the most incredible staff and they're so friendly and they really are like, it's an experience for somebody. And I want the same thing for my, you know, clients in real estate, I'm creating an experience for them. It's not about just closing a deal. It's, it's the whole, it's from start to finish. And then I I say, I I actually am going to do what I say I'm going to do. And my goal, Catherine, every single time. And I, and I pretty much nail it. I want to go over beyond that. I want, I want them to see she said she was going to do it. She checked everything, but then she went over and beyond mm-hmm. my gosh, you know how quickly you can build your business because now they're going to be raving fans to all of their, their circle of influence, anybody that they talk to. And that is how you, you can quickly build a business. If you would just flip the mindset in the proper direction, rather than I want to cash that check. And I'm so glad you brought that up because that sort of brings us along the timeline now. So, you know, moving past the newly licensed agent, what if you've been licensed two to five years, but you haven't really seen the needle move in your business? It's exactly what you just said. I think you have to step back and start looking at, first of all, what are your marketing strategies like? Have they changed at all from the first year you got into business? Have you been adding to them every single year? And are you also being relevant today in the way that people want to be talked to and the way that people are consuming content on social media? Are you relevant to that? Because if you're still doing what you were doing before, (laughs) It's not going to work. And maybe we can let everyone know that we're going to do a a deep dive into this next week, um, you know, and talk about what that framework looks like in really creating a great business that is relevant today, because relevance is hugely important. I mean, you and I both try and stay as relevant as we can, Mm -hmm. because that's what you've got to do. I mean, if you want to be in the attraction marketing business and not the sales business, business, the way to do that is to be relevant and stay relevant in, in your message and in your marketing. Um, so what you were just talking about now for, for agents who do have a business, but the needle isn't moving is about creating the experience Mm -hmm. and what experience are you creating? So I think next week, we should talk about what that looks like right from the beginning. And the beginning isn't when you meet them, the beginning starts at your marketing and your message. And it doesn't end. I'm sure you'll agree when you close the deal, it actually never ends. If you're trying to create that relationship, it's all about nurturing that relationship on a consistent basis, because if you're not relevant and consistent in front and center, somebody else is going to be. And especially in a very competitive markets, you need to figure out what are you going to do to separate yourself amongst the rest? And there's always ways and answers or um, stuff that I could guide to do this. I mean, there's stuff right now that people are doing in our market that it's pretty impressive, you know? And so 
if we can just give them some tools and strategies next week, I'm all for it, Catherine. Oh, I actually, I'm super excited. Um, I had a real estate board call and ask me if I would speak in April. And I said, sure. And she said, well, do you have any new topics? And I kind of sat back and said, okay, here's my chance. Here is my chance to revamp my own presentation that I've been doing for a few years, because you know what I realized that as much as video marketing is wonderful, even that has evolved and that we're now not really going for the long. No, I'm going to, I'm going to change up what I'm saying because we're doing a video now. So it depends on the content Mm -hmm. that we are trying to get across to people, but in order to stay relevant, I have to tweak that presentation because I now have to include Instagram reels and TikTok and all of these things (laughs) that unfortunately or fortunately are a part of the way we have to market today. Um, My husband, who's a master home inspector, never really did videos and started doing reels He comes up to me last week. He's like, oh, my God. He said, I had 17,000 people watch a reel that I did on an inspection, one little part of an inspection. (laughs) And he said, I never thought that many people would be interested. And and that's what it is, is finding what it does actually interest people, which is parts of the inspection, for example. But even in real estate. Next week, maybe we can give ideas on little topics that people could do and the way that looks, because it really doesn't have to be hard. Mm-mm. And it, it really is about working smarter and not harder when you learn the strategy that you can do that. And going where the eyeballs are at. And that's yes. where that's where the eyeballs are at. People are on their screens, you know, all day long. This is where they're at. And so yeah. You have to be front and center. You have to be consistent with it. And like Catherine said, it's so important. It's not hard. This is stuff you could whip together in like 30 seconds to a minute. You just need to know what to do. And so I'm excited to, to drop some knowledge in that department. Amazing. Well, I think this has been a great little session here. Um, We'll call it our coaching session (laughs) for this Friday because you know, we, we always, even when we started this podcast, we always said it would be about a life reimagined. And sometimes that means moving out of our comfort zone. It means moving out of what we thought was maybe the right way, but if we can learn from others and others experiences mm-hmm. and people who have had results, well, isn't that the best way to move forward, right? Why do we have to keep recreating the wheel? We don't. And collaboration is key. It sure is. So happy Friday, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day Um, to everyone out there. You know, whether you're a couple or not a couple, just, you know, feel the love in your heart for whoever's in front of you. Much love to all.